0: 103.9 WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville now presents Southeastern Indiana's top local sports show, Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Now, here's the Hall of Famer, Ron Raver. Good evening
1: and welcome to Coach's Corner. Ron Raver with you this evening. Uh, we are delivered to you by Ison's Family Pizza as a. Uh the intro uh, said, we're also brought to you in part by Great Plains Communication, that was formerly ETC, Derings Incorporated, Tom City Medical and Floral, an Elko, and the Coalition for a Drug-Free Bait Cell. Our first guest this evening is Brian McPhee. Brian is the OAA girls soccer coach, and coach, tell us about that great season, especially that sectional win.
2: Yeah, uh, thanks for having me, Ron. I really appreciate it. This is my first time uh, being on your show, so excited about okay. that. Um, no, I thought the I thought our girls had a had a very good season. Um, the sectional win uh, was was great. It was a uh, what a tough match against Milan. Um, they had really uh, pulled out all the stops and and um, really forced us to, to do a number of things very well and. Uh, Fortunately for us, we were able to pull up and win in, in penalty kicks. Um, but throughout the season, I think the girls just continued to grow. They persevered uh, as we had a number of injuries. Um, thankfully, you know, we were able to play a full soccer season. As um, I think if you were to ask me this, uh, ask, you know, back in August if we were going to be playing a full season, I, I couldn't be for certain, uh, depending on the day. So I was very thankful for being able to have that opportunity, as,
1: as were our girls. I talk about the young ladies on your team, and I know we were going to have some seniors on this evening, but through some uh, circumstances, that uh, was not possible. So tell us who was on your soccer team, and then uh, highlight those seniors that were going to be on with us. Sure, absolutely. So, so um, the young ladies that were going to be on were all of
2: our seniors, um, and they, um, you know, we were led by Olivia Gears. And Pam Manessis, I think those were our two um, young ladies that really just brought the experience and the talent to the field. They, they led by by not only their their voices, but by also their actions and how they carried themselves. They were great mentors to the young ladies uh, and inexperienced um, players that we had. Uh, Abby Havercoast is a senior who has never played soccer before. Um, she actually stepped in as our goalkeeper this year. Uh, she did a wonderful job. Uh, she won the position uh, not only for her athletic ability, but just her, her ability to lead and uh, stay calm under pressure. And then um, Martha Hillenbrand and Layla Savage are two additional seniors. They were plagued by injuries. Martha had shin splints throughout the course of the season, and um, Layla had, had a couple of concussions. Uh, we we're thankful that she was able to come back uh, toward the end of the season there. As I was not sure that she was going to be able to, to give it a go with with having enough of concussions. But those are the young ladies that really, in terms of our seniors, that really led. Um, they did a wonderful job um, doing so, and we're looking forward to next year. We have a lot of returning players. Our entire midfield comes back. Um, our defense is, is going to still be stellar, uh, as it has been all year. Um, we have will have three of our young ladies returning, and um, two of which are freshmen that started and um, played, you know, for most of the season. Um, so we're we're very excited about that.
1: Uh, Coach, uh, the uh, players uh, in a soccer uh, year uh, at a handicap uh, in some aspects of the academy because uh, you don't know. Tell uh, probably in the summer who exactly you're going to have playing for you yeah. uh, in any year. So uh, tell us about how you have to go about, uh, especially this past year, blending them together and getting ready to play a season. Yeah. Um, so fortunately, our um, you know we've
2: been pretty consistent with in terms of players returning year in year out, um, and so that's been very helpful. Uh, but. But you know, just like any any coaching or any program, you have players that are coming in. You're going to evaluate the talent, see how they play out. Um, fortunately for us, we have a camp with with uh, both the boys and girls, um, and we have some other um, coaches out there that are able to evaluate the girls, and we, we talk about where they where they might best help uh, the team and. Um, we really had a great incoming uh, freshman class this year that, that stepped up and helped out in a big way. Uh, like I said, with, with two of the young ladies starting, um, a third uh, getting a considerable amount of playing time as well. So, um, you know, sometimes the the girls we had a couple of girls actually that, that had never played soccer before and uh, or had taken a couple of years off and came back out, um, and so that was a, a pleasant surprise. But uh, oftentimes you know that they're not they don't necessarily play where they've always played in the past It's um, you know we have to, to fill in and use their strengths uh, to what benefits the team and, and that, I thought a number of the girls did that very very well um, Sarah Lamping a freshman she came in um, played played all throughout the midfield for us um, defensive center mid and did a really nice job as a freshman and um, uh, Avery Hamerly, we just had a rewards banquet last night. Um, Avery Hamerly was voted by the team as most improved, and, and I think we all saw that by the way she uh, continued to grow and, and uh, her playing time increased. She's a young lady that uh, is a sophomore that didn't play last year um, but, but decided to come out this year, and uh, she was a, a tremendous help. Um, and so then we have you know Jalen Stanger, who played up front for us, uh, she was our leading offensive player. Um, she really filled in nicely, um, especially with the absence of Leila Savage, who was a returning. Um, she, would, she was our senior, um, was the second highest goal scorer last year. Um, but Jalen stepped in very well. She led our team in goals, um, had two hat tricks the year. So that was um, that was definitely a feather in her cap, and we're looking forward to what she's going to be able to produce um, as a junior next year. Um, and hopefully you know we'll have a good incoming freshman class and uh, you know who knows there'll be a, uh, hopefully there'll be a couple of surprises you know within that freshman class that that are able to step right in and help out. Um, we have a good a good core of, of young ladies returning so uh, very excited about that.
1: Uh, who we'll helped you with soccer at OA? So um,
2: gosh. Uh, First off, my assistant coaches, um, Ella Lamping, who is an OA alum. Um, She played uh, for the Twisters a number of years. Um, And then Justin Hartman, who he's a first-year teacher at Oldenburg, uh, teaching our biology um, classes. Uh, They both stepped in and helped out tremendously. Ella, with her experience as a high school player um, and just being a a great athlete, was able to come in, uh, help relate uh, with the young ladies and and kind of push them, um, you know, physically. And then Justin was uh, able to come in help out organizationally. He was he was a great observer of the game, um, being able to watch, especially as the opposing team, and just kind of evaluating what they're doing and how. Then we can we can better match up against those two, against the other team. Um, a number of parents, I, I have to say, thank you to for for uh, transportation. Providing after-school meals, you know, as the as the school day concludes, they're they're standing outside, um, you know, providing food for us for our young ladies as they're as we're heading off to games. Um, and so they're just such a such a tremendous help, and and just a great family atmosphere that that they bring when they you know show up at the end of the day. They know all the girls by name. Uh, you know, obviously many of the girls have grown up together, and so. Uh, that's just a—it's just a great feeling, and, and so appreciative of of all the support um, from not only the assistant coaches, obviously, but, but from the parents as well.
1: And uh, Brian, uh, you yourself uh, played uh, dual role because you're also the principal, right? At OA, <laughs> I am. I am. Um, yeah, that
2: was uh, that was uh, uh, definitely something worth juggling. It was uh, gave me a great opportunity to um, to get to know the young ladies and, and families on a on a more personal level. Um, you know, oftentimes as the principal, you know, you're you're talking to kids as they're walking through the halls, and um, obviously, you know, for academic reasons. But to see the girls out on the soccer field, and and I think I think it uh, also goes the other way too, is that the girls get to see you out see me out there and a pair of shorts and a t-shirt. Um, you know, <laughs> Uh, kind of getting after it with them just just as much, and um, it was just—I'll tell you—it was just a pleasure um, being with the young ladies and getting to know them and uh, finding more about more about them personally, and as well as their families. Um, just to you know, as as you're kind of waiting for a game to just, just sit and talk. It's not and not a formal setting, and um, just get to enjoy enjoy the students as just, just you know just students and the families and such and so it was just a it was a wonderful opportunity there was a lot of juggling that is for certain um and i had a lot of people at, at oa helping out as you know sometimes you'd have to leave at you know three fifteen 15 the school days out and, you know i'm having to to take off um to a soccer game and so you know susan Gigridge is helping out and patrick holk's um, Susan Gigridge is the head secretary there, and then Patrick Colts, the athletic director, and Jonathan Maple, the assistant principal. So um, a lot of a lot of people pulling in the same direction to make all of this happen. And again, just just very thankful for all of that all of the help and support.
1: And as you mentioned before, you were thanking the uh, parents and so forth for transportation. I think one of the things that a lot of people don't realize we don't have the extensive uh, bus system that uh, public schools have so you have to depend on that more than the public schools do in terms of uh, available transportation I would assume
2: yeah yeah we we have several mini buses we do have a, a large yellow bus but that's just like just like many schools uh, it's become a challenge to find drivers and so um, we you know we take care of the young ladies and uh, many of our student athletes with the small minibuses but it also requires um more assistance from our parents and i i think that ends up being just such a great thing um because i i you know many of the students know um the families and are able to connect with and and just kind of hang out and i think i think it's also a relief for for many families and knowing that you know they know the families that's taking them or the parent that volunteered to drive and they're in good hands and um you know, but it, it continues to build that family atmosphere that I think they're always known for um, and and provides that extra support to our, our students and um, the faculty and staff as well. So,
1: Coach, anything else before we let you go this evening?
2: Um, first off, again, like I said, uh, thanks for having me on. Um, but secondly, I just, uh, we concluded last night with our, with our banquet. Uh, I'll just, what a pleasure to, to coach a great group of young ladies. Um, you know, we've we've, uh, we've pulled off another victory, a sectional victory, um, which was great to have that championship under our belt. Uh, advanced to the regionals came up a little bit short, but um, are definitely looking forward to uh, many great things in the years to come, especially with so many, um, so many young ladies returning. I, I look forward to a strong, strong showing next year.
1: Well, Coach, you got a great condition going over there in both boys' and girls' soccer. So you kept it going this year on the girls' end. And uh, congratulations on that season and best of luck next year.
2: Oh, thank you so much. Thanks, Ron.
1: We will be back after these words from our sponsor. You listen to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 your SM Dallas streaming live on WRBIradio.com. We will be right back.
3: Cecil Eisen from Ison's Family Pizza here. I was going to make this commercial about our delicious build-your-own pasta with your choice of two pastas and cheese ravioli, Alfredo or marinara sauces, add some meatballs, chicken, or sausage bites, but I won't. It is an election year, and I want to urge everyone to vote. You never know if something you support may be on the ballot. Legalized marinara, man! Like that guy, he says, legalize Marinara. I agree. Support the legalization of Marinara. Buy your pizza at Ison's Family Pizza.
4: This week's Table Talk is brought to you by the Coalition for a Drug Free Batesville. We encourage parents to talk to your children about your family's system of checks and balances. Highlight the ways your family compromises and cooperates to get tasks done safely. This message brought to you by the Coalition for a Drug-Free Batesville. ETC
5: is now Great Plains Communication, providing forward-thinking technology services to businesses and homes across southeastern Indiana, now powered by a 13,500-mile fiber network. Though our name has changed, our dedication to providing an exceptional customer experience delivered by a trusted team of local professionals remains the same. Great Plains Communications, driving technology in southeastern Indiana with a high-performing network and high-performing people. To learn more, contact us at 866 382 Heat pumps are often misunderstood, and many don't realize there may be a better
0: heating and cooling option than a traditional furnace or air conditioner. Call Hurt and Elco, your Lennox dealer. In more months, a heat pump extracts heat from inside your home and transfers it outdoors. In colder weather, it collects heat from outdoors to transfer inside your home. Let us help you decide if a Lennox heat pump is right for you. Call Hurt and Elco at 934-4646. Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues from 103.9 WRVI.
1: We're back and joining us now is Jay McClaghorn, Batesville High School cheerleading coach. And, uh, Coach, tell us about the young ladies on your cheering squad.
6: Hi, good evening, Ron. Um, I'm good evening. super excited to tell you about our team this year. Uh, this year, I have 12 young ladies who have joined our team. Um, Riley Meese, Mary Kate Ketchum, Malia Shaley, Maggie Weberding, Lindsay White, Riley Bailey, Grace Malzy, Ava Stern, Cora Kraft, Bella Shields, Belle Walters, and Ella Walters.
1: Uh, coach, uh, these young ladies, uh, they'd be the same all the way through the year for you.
6: Well, so this year I had three girls who played soccer at Batesville High School. Um, And of those three, one of those girls, Belle Walters, who is a senior this year, actually elected to cheer for football and play soccer at the same time, which is able to be done if both coaches will agree to it, and we were able to do that for her. However, I had Maggie Weberding and Ella Walters, who joined me as soccer season ended. So they will be joining us at basketball season.
1: Coach, uh, everything's different, obviously, this year because of COVID-19. How's that going to affect cheerleading and how's it affected it so far?
6: Well, I like to say that things are bigger and more flexible during (laughs) Um, (laughs) COVID-19. I say bigger because we're doing everything as much as we can socially distance from ourselves, even at practices and at game times. So, um, especially at football season, we had a lot more flexibility for space. So if you would have been able to be at a football game, you would have seen that we tried everything to make our formations and timeout on the sidelines bigger. Um, and then, like I said, flexibility, um, you know, we don't know to the next if we're truly going to have a game so I just tell the girls to be super flexible um and my team has I think at this point kind of gotten kind of tired of hearing me say stay apart from one another I want you to like each other but stay apart from each other yeah. um you know even I around because I even say like keep your personal eye really distance." so you know we don't even let our water bottles or anything get together um The things that are different for us. um, I've noticed they may not be things that I mind that we've changed. Um, We have included, you know, as soon as we are done stunting where we would be in close proximity to each other, as soon as we walk away, they instantly hand sanitize and, um, you know, we have wet wipes and hand sanitizer, anything to help keep our hands clean. Um, I even tell them distance their pom-poms like don't share your pom-poms make sure you know which ones are yours so things are a little different but at the end of the day maybe not things that I mind that we've changed you know I don't mind that we're keeping all of our drinks and our pom-poms socially distanced from one another. Coach
1: I know that uh, normally you uh, pick a cheerleading squad in the spring for the upcoming year but uh, you didn't go to school last spring in person, so when were these uh, young ladies uh, selected and how was that process done?
6: So, this summer, I mean, I just kept in really good contact with Brian Helvey and he was able to guide me um, to have tryouts as soon as the school would allow, which was in the start of July. So, like a typical year, we just did our week long tryouts. Again, we just focused on being socially distanced from one another during those tryouts. And um, so we had a week-long tryout, and then at the end of the tryout, the team um, showed us what they had learned over that week. So during that week in July, they learned some cheers and chants and dances um, taught by the coaches. And that was a little different for us. (laughs) Not that the coaches don't know um, that we can't perform, but it was just different because normally I have the graduating seniors come back and teach, And so that was a little different for us, but it was also quite a bit of fun for us coaches just to get back out and do the things that we used to do in high school ourselves, no matter how long ago that was. Um, But then in the final night, you know, they went into a small group uh, and then showed us what they had learned. And I've always liked having that one week of tryouts because it's very similar to what happens for a game week. You know, we learn new material for every game. And so one week we can have, you know, practices during the week and then have our game time on Friday night. So this was very similar. A tryout like this is very similar. You know, they have to learn their material, then be ready to perform at the tryout on Friday or for us to try out like a game on a Friday night. So it helps the coaches see who can prepare in a week's time, which is really good for us to see.
1: Uh, who's helping with cheerleading this year,
6: Coach? This year, I have been fortunate to have a great staff that's returned with me. Um, I have Dawn Rank, who has coached with me, I think, pretty much since the beginning of my coaching career at So There's been a few years that she took a break, but she's been with me the whole time. Um, and then I actually have three former cheerleaders who all coached, or who all were coached by Dawn and I, actually. Um, so, Natasha stock Gray, um, Hillary McAdams, and Madison McQuarrie. So the large staff this year actually, again, helps with the changes of COVID and helps me as a mom of a four-year-old. Um, they, you know, I get to do a lot of practice time and things behind the scene, and these coaches have really stepped up to be the game time coaches. Um, my little girl likes to be home and ready for bed by 7, 7.30.
1: So I am able to get home um, early from the game and get her home to go to bed. That's that's great, uh, keeping that going. Coach, uh, one of the problems with all sports these days is uh, uh, expenses, I know cheerleading, uh, how do you uh, ladies go about uh, getting your expenses uh, paid for and what is on the uh, individuals and the team as a whole?
6: Right. So, most of our expenses are truly athlete-paid expenses themselves, but that's because a lot of our stuff is personal attire. Um, However, um, me as a coach and me as a former cheerleader, I like the extras. So, um, my team has tons of cheer bows. We like crowd participation signs and spirit wear. So, those items typically come from various sources. Um, we do have a BHS cheer account fund that I can purchase some things from. Our coaching staff likes to pitch in and purchase some things for um, our cheerleaders. I have been very fortunate that several of my former cheerleaders and family members of my former cheerleaders continue to support BHS cheer whenever possible. So if they, like, hear me talking about an idea they have and they really like it, a lot of times a former family um of a cheerleader will be like oh i love this like i'll take that on so we're very fortunate that we've had that opportunity um to utilize former cheerleaders and then again it just shows the support of the team from years past which is really fun
1: that's great coach uh coach i know that things have changed in terms of uh used to be of course there were fan buses and cheerleaders went with that uh Are you able to cheer at any away contest now, or what's the rules on that?
6: So we are able to travel, but Batesville, um, with the guidance of our athletic department, we've kind of chose that we would travel only to tournament games, and that could be county tournaments or state tournaments. And that is really, truly because once we started doing football, football, boys' basketball and girls' basketball, it became... Unfortunately, a lot of time for everyone involved. Um, And so when we first started out, like we were realizing that we were having, you know, possibly five games when we were doing both home and away, and I was getting no practice time. So we had to eliminate something, and we chose that that meant that we would eliminate um, some travel time. So again, I know that there's a lot of um, connection that happens on a team bus, but if we have to eliminate something it was better for us to be at all home events and that's what we chose to do is to stay at home and be in our own environment and get our home crowd excited for our home games. And then what I have actually learned from a lot of our students and the cheerleaders have said that they've really enjoyed is that this also gives them a chance to be in the student section. and. For a long time, if you were a cheerleader, you never had the opportunity to be a cheerleader and a student section member. So this allows them to be a cheerleader at home and then travel and be in the student section and experience that as a high schooler as well.
1: Uh, That's great. And uh, I know that uh, after all, they're uh, students first and cheerleaders second. So that schoolwork, uh, if you're going away, especially during the week, like some girls' games are and more boys' games are, Happening during the week now, too, you would be getting home very late on a Absolutely. school night. Yes.
6: Absolutely. Uh, that was always a hard one, too. The extra travel time added into those late nights. And we just had to yeah. get, make something be taken out of our season, and that was our choice.
1: Uh, Coach, anything else before I let you go this evening?
6: You know, I just want to take this um, to remind everyone in our community that. You know, things are a little different for everyone this year, but I just want to remind everyone to still support our athletics um, as much as possible. Even if you can't come to a game due to limited seating, our school, all of our schools around here and all of the programs still appreciate recognition and support from their community. So as Thanksgiving is coming up, I just want people to be reminded to like, Keep the reasons or find those reasons to be thankful and support your your school, whether it's athletics or academics or in the arts world, um, find a chance to be thankful for those. And if you are able to and you want to give back this holiday season, find a way to give back to your community and your school that way. So I know it can be a new environment and things have changed right now, but I think that we can also still show some support to all these kids that are taking the time out of their schedule to be committed to the school corporation coach that's a great
1: message and i back that entirely and thank you so much for your efforts through the years and i know uh, these are, are flying by quickly for you but we thank you for your support to of high school athletics and it's always good to talk to
6: you oh, thank you so much it was good to talk to you
1: We will be back after these words from our sponsor. You listen to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 FM Dowling, streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back.
3: Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza here. I was going to make this commercial about our delicious build-your-own pasta with your choice of two pastas and cheese ravioli, Alfredo or marinara sauces. Add some meatballs, chicken, or sausage bites, but I won't. It is an election year, and I want to urge everyone to vote. You never know if something you support may be on the ballot. Legalize marinara like that guy he says legalize marinara i agree support the legalization of marinara buy your pizza at Ison's family pizza want to
7: make your home a more comfortable place but don't think you can afford a top brand heating and cooling system well carrier has the right solution for every budget when you turn to garings your carrier expert will show you our best in class home comfort systems jeff or mike will help you pick the one that best fits your home budget from our value price comfort series to our top performing infinity system carrier and garings have made excellent more affordable than ever because in this economy who couldn't use a little more comfort turn to the experts with carrier and gearing's 316 north main batesville Georges has a full line of medical equipment. We provide state-of-the-art equipment that can help you to rehabilitate from an injury, move more freely to do the things you enjoy, or rest comfortably in your own home. Our friendly and knowledgeable staff prides itself on helping you with any challenges that you or a loved one is facing. We are-
0: You're tuned to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza at 103.9 WRBI.
1: We're back and joining us now is Patrick Holtz, Holberg Academy Athletic Director. And, Coach, welcome to the show, and uh, good to talk to you.
8: Hey, Ron, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It's it's been a while. I think the last time I was on, uh, I was a senior in high school. So it's been roughly about 10 years or so, but it's good to be back on Coach's Corner.
1: Uh, that doesn't seem possible, but I know how fast time <laughs> flies. <laughs> uh, what, what's, what, what's new with athletics in OA that's going on that you want to talk about?
8: Um, well, we just, uh, so you had our uh, uh, soccer coach on, Mr. Brian McPhee, um, earlier, and uh, the girls just wrapped up another successful season um, by winning sectional. sectional. Um, and our, our football team, they had a, they had an up-and-down year. It was kind of a 2020 year, but they... Um, they played in sexual against trial. Unfortunately, we're on the losing end of it, but um, all the way around, our, our fall sports had a very good um, year as well, and now we're shifting our sights to the winter wintertime. Um, and the, the newest addition we actually had was um, Coach Feller that does our football program. He took over for Coach Eddie Johnson uh, with the girls' varsity basketball team, and they just um, have practiced. And I've been watching them the last couple weeks, and I'm uh, very excited to see what they have going on. Um, Coach Moorman has uh, roughly 22 players coming out this year for boys basketball. Um, I'm going to be taking over the the freshman team this year so very excited for that um, opportunity Um, and the swim team, they're getting ready. I know the girls have started um, this past week as well and they are uh, about 22 strong as well. So All of our winter programs have been very strong um, including our cheerleading program as well. They have uh, about 15 girls all together too so very excited for um, this winter time and we're really hoping that we'll be able to uh, have fans in the stands cheering on our twisters and, um, you know, having uh, everybody in that new house that we built over the um, last year.
1: Tell us about that and when you're going to open it up uh, with an actual ball game.
8: Yeah, so uh, the girls will actually um, have the first uh, basketball event in there next Friday um, as they take on Southwestern Hanover. Um, the JV will start at 6, and then the varsity will follow roughly about 7.30. Um, it's a beautiful facility. Um, I, I'm very proud of it. Anytime an alum or um, somebody in the community is on campus, I always want to show it off. Um, as some people know, our old gym, it's had about 400 people, so the new gym seats uh probably right around 950-plus, um, so it doubled our size, and we're very excited for that. Um, I think the, the coolest feature that it has um, on the court, we're very involved with the community, and we want to show how we uh, incorporate the community as well. So we actually took the spires and um, the skyline of Oldenburg, and we actually stained it onto the floor. Um, we got the idea from the Cintox Center uh, at Xavier University to do something like that, and it just turned out really cool, um, a, You know, a lot better than what you could have pictured. Um, I always take people up onto our mezzanine that we have up there, um, and they just can overlook everything, and it really you can really see that spire skyline, and it really pops out at you. And The colors uh, are very involved. We have a lot of uh, twister blue in there um, and a lot of uh, history as well. When you first walk into the lobby, we have a two different collages of pictures that really incorporate our history going all the way back to when we were ICA and all girls, um, looking back at some of our first sectional teams with volleyball and then also our baseball team, our basketball team. Um, You can really embrace and feel the history of those pictures coming out. Um, Over the uh, open house and everything, we had a lot of alumni come through and they actually, it was really cool because they would stand there and they would point people out that they know and and actually a couple of them would see themselves uh, from when they were in high school too. So that was really um, neat to see. Um, But we're very excited to be able to get the kids in there um, back in July when they were allowed back on campus. Um, I was there in the early morning get everything ready and just how their eyes lit up to see this facility, to see, um, you know, what all this hard work by Bruns and Gutsweiler and, and all of our building committee uh, put together, uh, just how much, you know, the weighted anticipation of the doors opening really paid off. So we're very excited. We're very excited to have community come out and, and take a look at it. I know um, everybody that came in for volleyball this past year that was used to playing in our old gymnasium was very impressed. We actually had a lot of officials be uh, they were very excited because they know in our old gym we didn't have air conditioning, so it got pretty hot in there in those uh, <laughs> late August, early September games, and then now uh, we have uh, air conditioning in our new gym. They were very excited about that. So it's little things that we added just to make everybody more comfortable.
1: Sounds great, and, uh, and I'll be looking forward to when uh, this COVID uh, situation changes. Hopefully that I could get over and see a ball game and see that facility because uh, I know how long the, your coaches and all of you have waited for that to happen. So that sounds like great. On the other side of the coin, I know Coach Feller is making do with uh, some football facilities. Are there any uh, plans or any hope to get a, improve those football facilities uh, coming up?
8: Yeah. So it's unfortunately it's always been that COVID uh, situation. So we we've been in talks with. Uh, you know, different places of looking at different plots of land um, to not just build a football field, but kind of build a, an OA athletic facility that would include different um, athletic fields. Um, that is definitely something on, on my radar as VAD, um, you know, being an alum of OA. Um, I just want to make sure that we're improving um, all of our facilities, and, and that would be the biggest one. So we are looking at, um, looking at everything, looking at all of our options, seeing if there's something um, that's, out there for us so um, nothing on the immediate horizon but we've been in talks with different people of um, you know possibly purchasing land um, and building a facility and um, again they, they do practice upon that on that field um, right above the school so uh, trying to keep that water I know in, in August it got real dry um, and unfortunately the, the kids got some bumps and bruises so just trying to make sure that um, you know we keep that watered and, and get grass growing up there and make sure that um, you know, they have adequate place to practice and everything. So it's been a challenge with COVID, um, as everybody else has been through it. But, um, you know, that is definitely something my to-do list and my and my goal list is to get a new athletic facility uh, for the football team and a lot of our other sports, too.
1: And I know what uh, that is like because in my coaching career, I coached at a school about the size that Oldberg is now, and uh, we did not have a track, and my track practice uh, – after school was on a baseball diamond, and I had a kid take it to the state titles and hurdles, and we had one hurdle at the school. So uh, your kids are doing pretty well uh, making do with what they got. But like you said, it would be great to have a, a, a new facility. And I know you're landlocked over there at the academy, so it would have to be off the academy grounds at, at the present time.
8: Yeah, and, that, and that's and that's where our challenge lies That We... We've been approached um, by some people about plots of land, but we just felt that they were too far off campus, um, and so it's one of those things that we we want to make sure that we're close. But just as you said, there's there's not much land around uh, the academy or anything like that. So we're really hoping that something um, not too far down the rail will open up for us that we can um, you know get kids. And, and who knows? It could you know if we get something close, it could start a new tradition of. You know, uh, having you know a, a special walk or something like that—kind of what you see in colleges—I uh, think that'd be a very cool tradition to start if we can get a home field um, for you know, especially football, but just all of our teams as well.
1: It would be great, uh, Coach. Uh, one of the things that all this takes is money, and uh, how about the fundraisers that the Academy has, and know uh, the effect that Oasis has in helping your athletics out.
8: Yeah, so obviously, our, you know, one of our biggest fundraisers um, is, is Freud & Fest. Um, and, and with that being canceled this year, um, we really took a hit there. Uh, but we do actually have this coming Saturday, I would say, our, our second biggest fundraiser, which is our hog roast and drawdown. Um, and so we actually smoke all of our pork on site. Um, it's a very casual event. It's something that we kind of look at as an end of the fall season going into winter season, kind of one more um, one more Oa. Uh, party slash get-together that we love to have. And actually, uh, being in November, you never know what type of weather you're going to get. And so probably about two weeks ago I started tracking the weather to see what we're going to have. And i tell you what, the big man upstairs is really blessing us with some great weather for this weekend. I'm looking right now, it's supposed to be sunny and 70 degrees on Saturday. So um, this is uh, something that uh, everybody looks forward to. That Last year was our first year, so this is our second one. But we give away a grand prize of $5,000. Um, to the winning person, and then um, the second place winner will get 500 and then third place, 300 And then we'll give out some $100 prizes throughout that time. Uh, we'll have a dessert auction as well, which um, it was it was my first time ever doing a dessert auction last year, and it was it was a lot of fun. Um, I think we had a pumpkin roll made by one of our parents go for about um, $140, and then we had a pecan pie go for probably about 125 So it must have been pretty, some pretty good uh, Pretty good desserts if it went for that, that amount. And then we have different things going on. We'll have Split the Pot. Um, and then we also do have, we try to roll out some TVs because it's Saturday. Um, college football is going on. Um, so we want people to be able to go out there, relax, enjoy the weather, enjoy being around everybody. And with COVID, it, it is a challenge too. You know, we want to make sure that we're social distant, um, just uh, hand sanitize as much as we can, wearing masks. We just want to, you know, have people out there. But then also remember, hey, you know, something bigger is going on out there that we need to make sure we're doing our part um, as well. So we're, we're looking forward to it. Um, again, with it being um, 70 degrees and sunny on Saturday, it'll give us um, a lot of space to move about on campus um, in our utility building outside as well. Um, so Oasis has felt the impact from COVID, um, but we're, you know, trying to move forward with that. Um, and then we'll have our Super Bowl, Sun- or Super Bowl breakfast in February, um, and then actually this year, we're actually going to hold, um, hold a golf outing in June, um, towards the end of June. So we're very excited for that. Um, we felt like we needed something else to kind of give us uh, a boost in fundraising, too. So we're really excited for everything. Um, being the president of Oasis, I'm very proud of where this group has has come from and, and how we've been able to handle everything uh, with, with COVID going on um, and keeping the kids' spirits up. Um, so some people out there may not know, but what Oasis is, it's a, it's a sports boosters club. Um, it actually started um, in the early 2000s, um, um, late 90s, early 2000s. And it's a way that parents got together, started doing fundraisers, um, and they are, and we are in charge of buying new jerseys, equipment. Um, back in the early 2000s, just uh, we bought the yellow bus that uh, Coach McPhee was talking about earlier. Um, so we wanted to provide the transportation for the kids. Um, to get to and from um, athletic events. So they're a booster club, and, and they you know our, our ultimate goal is to um, to be able to take over a lot of stuff from the school um, off their budget to be able to provide as much as we can for our athletic teams as well. I mean, I think we're doing a great job. We're projecting in the right way um, to keep on providing for our kids and making sure they got the most up-to-date equipment, um, uniforms, and just making sure that we're able to put a good product out there for our fans and all of our alumni as well.
1: Yeah, I think you're doing a great job, and uh, keep it up. And uh, best of luck with uh, it. sounds like Saturday is going to be great for you. And uh, best of luck there and with your other fundraisers starting here. year. Coach one of the I things appreciate that, it. Yeah. One of the things that's uh, hard at any school is to keep uh, coaches uh because a lot of the people who are teaching these days do not want that extra responsibility or that extra time put in. How how are you able to keep coaches at a at a school the size of well Um I
8: I try to do as much as I can, um, but they actually um, you know they, they show great passion, and I think that's the biggest way you keep coaches on staff. Is um, if the athletic director has passion for sports. Um, I think that's really going to reflect in the coaches as well. Um, it's kind of like being at any job. If, if your boss, you know, enjoys being there, um, you know, promotes. Uh, in this case, here, sportsmanship, just positiv positivity all the way around. Um, coaches really enjoy that, and that makes their job a, a lot easier as being coaches as well. Um, we have a, a long tradition of longevity um, of coaches being there. It seems like once we get a coach in the door, um, they stay for a while. Um, a lot of coaches. Our, our boys' tennis coach uh, Dave Back. He has a son um, that was a senior this year, um, and unfortunately, that would be his last year um, coaching. But it wasn't anything. He said it's just that his time had come to an end, and he was kind of ready to move on and everything. And but you look at Coach Mormon. Um, I played under him, and he's still there, and it's just been a great, um, a great success story of what he's been able to do for the LA basketball program. You look at Coach Kenny Gets. He's been there 13 years. Um, and just what he's been able to do with the O.A. soccer program as well, taking him to um, semi-state um, back in 2014, I believe. Um, so he's been able to keep the success of O.A. soccer, always contending. And, and it, it may not show on paper, you know, up in the banners or anything like that, but, um, you know, I think he plays in one of the hardest sectionals in the area uh, when it comes to boys soccer. But what he's been able to do, very impressive. Um, and Coach Belmer as well uh, with baseball, he's been there. Uh, this past year would have been his 20th year at OA. Um, and he uh, – well, it was his 20th year, but obviously due to COVID we you know, didn't play this spring. But, um, again, he's the coach I, I played under and, and then back on his coaching staff as well. Uh, but all of our coaches show that passion for OA, um, both on and off the field. Um, they do a great job of molding our our kids into future leaders – Um, And they make sure that what they're doing on the field is also going to be reflected off the field, too. Um, A lot of times our coaches will get them together, and they'll do a lot of community service projects um, just to show, like, hey, you know, sports are important, but also giving back to your community is even more important to creating a well-rounded individual and, you know, heading off into college or whatever their next steps are. Um, So for them to show passion and and for me to feed that passion to them, I, I think that's the best way of keeping coaches on staff. Um, and just supporting them, just being there, especially in a, in, in a COVID world right now, just saying, hey, you know, let me know. I'm, I'm always going to be here for you, day or night. Um, I just want to make sure there's an open line of communication. So um, just the fact that they, you know, that they see that they are improving OA athletics every year um, and that we get a lot of alumni that come back, and that, that's what they talk about. They always talk about their coaches, their teammates, Um, And that's a positive thing right there. And I think that's what the coaches, once they see that they've done it with, you know, a couple classes, they just want to keep on building the program so that way when they're done, they can hand it off to somebody to continue and and keep that longevity of a successful program. So, again, I'm thankful for all my coaches. Um, Over the years, um, I've seen some come and go um, as an alumni. Um, But everybody that's on staff right now, I can't be more thankful for them for being flexible during COVID um, and just really being able to step up. Um, being at a small school, it, it's not just come in, coach, um, drive them to games or anything like that. There's a lot of other uh, small stuff you need to do. Um, again, being part of the Oasis um, Athletic Boosters Club uh, helping out in that retrospect um, but then also just doing some volunteer work here and there. So uh, When people first come into O.A. As, as a new coach, um, some of them may not realize of how much stuff that they actually have to do but once they get their foot in the door and they realize that, hey, it takes everybody to, to run something like this. It's, it's awesome to see.
1: Coach, uh, it sounds like you're doing a great job. and, and Your enthusiasm uh, shows uh, just uh, talking to you. Anything else before we let you go this evening?
8: Um, no, again, uh, I hope to see a lot of people at, at our Hallgroves this, this coming weekend. Um, there's tickets still available. They can either purchase them at the school or they can give me a call or they can purchase them the day of the event. Um, And I'm just just thankful for everybody that's came out to any of our events, um, athletic or non-athletic, and then been able to um, really buy into what we're doing with COVID. Um, I think the surrounding community, both Oldenburg, Batesville, um, and all the other surrounding communities, they do a wonderful job of buying into what we're doing, um, wearing masks, social distancing. So, again, I appreciate all of our fans that do that, um, and I hope to see everybody out at a basketball game this year, and uh, go Twisters. That's all I got for tonight.
1: Thank you so much, and we appreciate it. And will probably be talking to you somewhere down the line, I'm
8: sure. That sounds great, Ron. I appreciate it.
1: We will be back after these words from our sponsor. You're the to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 FM Dial and streaming live on com. We will be right back.
3: Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza here. I was going to make this commercial about our delicious build-your-own pasta with your choice of two pastas and cheese ravioli, Alfredo or marinara sauces, add some meatballs, chicken, or sausage bites, but I won't. It is an election year, and I want to urge everyone to vote. You never know if something you support may be on the ballot. Legalized marinara! man. Like that guy. He says legalize marinara. I agree. Support the legalization of marinara. Buy your pizza at Ison's Family
5: Pizza. ETC is now Great Plains Communication providing forward-thinking technology services to businesses and homes across southeastern Indiana. Now powered by a 13,500 mile fiber network. Though our name has changed, our dedication to providing an exceptional customer experience delivered by a trusted team of local professionals remains the same. Great Plains Communications. Driving technology. Technology in southeastern Indiana with a high performing network and high performing people. To learn more, contact us at 866 382 4968. Hello, this is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Tom Sibbitt Chevrolet Buick. I want to invite you to stop in and see what has changed at Tom Sibbitt Chevrolet Buick. Our service, parts, and sales staff is working hard to earn your business. We offer customer shuttle service, courtesy pickup in return, and if you do not see it on our lot, we can go get it for you. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and the home of free old changes for life. Thank you for the opportunity to earn your business. Back to more coaches'
0: corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on one hundred three point nine WRBI.
1: We're back and joining us now, Scott Smith, Jacksonville girls basketball coach. Coach, welcome back to coaches' corner, and tell us about the young ladies you got out for basketball this year at Jacksonville.
9: Well, oh, thanks, coach. Uh, we have uh, eighteen girls out for the basketball team this year. Uh we have uh, thirteen girls that are listed on our roster, uh, including some kids that will split some time. Uh they are led by our seniors. Uh we have uh, five of them. Uh we have Paige Ledford, uh returning starter, uh four year starter. Uh Katie Kuhn uh is another four year starter at guard. Uh Anna Hubbard is uh is a four year varsity letter winner at center. Um Dylan Hughes, uh, you know, came back to our team last year and and, uh, did a great job of her being off a year. She's a senior guard. And then we have Caitlin Sizemore, uh, another senior guard. Uh, We also have several juniors. Uh, Andrea Collin was a letter winner last year. Uh, She'll be uh, back this year as a shooting guard. Um, We also have uh, Emma Newhart, uh, who is a, a forward for us. Uh, Jaylee Ryder, who is a uh, three-year letter winner, and uh, Desiree Sparks, uh, a, a post player who uh, came on really strong first last year, and of course Annabelle Williams, who uh, is uh, a three-year starter as a junior. Uh, we also have um, a, a sophomore, one sophomore, Olivia Neal. Uh, we hope to get some minutes for her this year. Uh, she'll play a, be a pivotal player on the JV uh, and then we have two freshmen that uh, we really like uh, in Reese opendorf uh, who will be splitting some time and then uh, Reagan Hughes who's going to be competing for a starting spot uh, on the uh, the JV side uh, we have uh, a good mix of freshmen and uh, sophomores and um, we have, uh, Cassidy Harmeyer, who returns from last year, uh, as a post. Tracy McKittrick, who returns as a post. Uh, Reagan Richter, a guard, uh, who returns to our JV. And then we have, uh, freshman Julia Meyer, uh, a great little guard that we have, um, a lot of high hopes for. And as well as Emma Wagner, a, uh, six foot two post that comes in as a freshman. And uh, those kids, combined with a few kids that we're sharing, make up our team.
1: Coach, uh, I know that uh, Paige Ledford has got a lot of uh, ink this summer uh, with uh, some of the playing that she was able to do uh, in a shortened summer for uh, most of the athletes. She has to be one of your top players, but who are some of the other ones
9: you're gonna be counting heavily on? Well, you know, this is gonna be a team with a lot of experience. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe the last couple years we were, were playing with maybe, you know, six or seven players. We, we really hope to play uh, nine or ten in a regular rotation. Um, obviously, Paige had a great uh, career so far. Um, hopefully, if the season goes as normal, um, she's on pace to to be one of the few players in the state of Indiana to have 1,000 points and 1,000 rebounds. Um Annabelle Williams last year was her second leading scorer as a sophomore at about 11 and a half points a game. Um, and we'll be looking at her to provide a lot of scoring. Uh, and, then, and then we have just great you know shared production with the other kids. Anna Hubbard, her offensive game uh, improved greatly last year. Uh, Katie Kuhn is, is always a, a great three-point threat. Um, you know Reagan Hughes, the freshman I mentioned before, is another great shooter that we we've got high hopes for, and then we've been seeing just really good production uh, in practice so far from our juniors, um, Andrea Collin and uh, Jay Lee Ryder, Desiree Sparks, uh, so we and uh, Dylan Hughes uh, also. So I, I think that, that we're we're looking at you know having hopefully having uh, you know three maybe four kids that could score double figures every night and then four or five kids that are going to go out there and consistently get, you know, six to eight points.
1: I would be remiss if I didn't uh, mention the one uh, senior that you lost last year, uh, or the Carol girl. I know uh, she did a lot for you, but uh, you got a lot of people to help cover up this year.
9: Yeah, Reagan did a great job last year as far as, um, you know, stepping into a leadership role and doing all the little things that sometimes don't show up on a stat sheet. Um, she was really versatile for us and, and we're hoping that you know we have a combination of players who can step in and fill that gap for us.
1: Coach, uh, talk about the ORVC. I know uh, nobody's played yet so it's uh, all on paper but who should be some of the teams that you'll be
9: battling this year? Well, I, I think uh, South Ripley um, is always very steady with uh, Matt McNew down there as coach, and I, I think they're going to be uh, a, a very good team. Uh, I think uh, Switzerland County and Southwestern uh, southwestern of Hanover uh, will have good teams. They have good returning cores to their groups. Um, and then, to be honest, you know, Milan, Rising Sun, uh, you know, they're, they're going to be a lot better. And if, uh, you know, if, if you're not on your game, they're going to be able to beat you any night and uh, that, that kind of sums up the, the conference as a whole to be honest that uh, you know anybody can beat anybody on a given night uh, and so we just got to be ready to play every time we take the floor.
1: Uh, Coach uh, hopefully you'll get your season going here in, uh, in a week or so who do you plan to open with right now?
9: Well, um, you know, as we talked earlier via email, um, you know, the announcement today that uh, they're um, closing Jacksonville for two weeks. And right now, unless something get, gets worked out, uh, we won't be able to play or practice. And that's kind of um, disappointing. But, um, you know, as it stands right now, we probably won't be able to open up until November 20th. And that would be, I believe, against Oldenburg at Oldenburg. And uh, to be honest, after that, it's just going to be where we can move these games that, that we that we have missed out in playing these two weeks. Um, some of them um, are conference games, and so they have to be played. And some of them are um, are not conference games, but they're they're very important games to us. And so we hope to be able to get them all in, but. If you have to pick, you're going to have to pick your conference games.
1: Coach, uh, who's helping you with basketball this year?
9: Well, uh, Lisa Horn returns uh, as our JV coach in her third year, and the Batesville people are uh, familiar with Lisa. As she was a longtime teacher and coach in the Batesville School Corporation, uh, and she really does a great job with the kids. Um, my, uh, my varsity assistant from last year, uh, Clint Bowman, Uh, also a Batesville name uh, is uh, now the head boys coach here at Jacksonville and so to replace him uh, we have uh, Rick Smith Uh, Rick is my uncle he is a former player at Jacksonville and a uh, career U.S. Marine and uh, that was kind of fun during uh, conditioning to have him around with the kids Uh, and then my son Trent is going to be a volunteer assistant uh, and uh, that's worked out really well so far.
1: Did your uncle play golf with the group today, or did he a fair weather uh, fan and uh, decide it's too cold? I'd say I'd say he
9: probably stayed home today, though we didn't have <laughs> practice, so I didn't get to talk to him. But uh, he's more of a warm weather golfer.
1: <laughs> I know he uh, plays with my brother, and I think my brother went out today. I haven't talked to him either yet, but uh, I was going to ask him if he. I knew that it was uh, 27 degrees this morning, but, uh, coach, uh, best of luck. And, uh, let's hope that all this gets straightened out and I hope to see a ball game down the line right now. I'm, um, kind of staying in, uh, with my immune system being kind of compromised. I haven't been able to get out and see any football. I hope to see some basketball and I know you do as well. Thank you so much for coming on this evening. And I'm sure we'll be talking to you again before
9: the year's over. Well, thank you very much, Ron, and thanks for everything you do, and I hope you stay safe. You too, and uh, we'll be looking forward to the basketball season as best we can. All right. Thank you very much.
1: We'll be back after these words from our sponsor. you listen to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9 FM dial and streaming live on WRBIRadio.com. We will be right back.
3: Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza here. I was going to make this commercial about our delicious build your own pasta with your choice of two pastas and cheese ravioli, Alfredo or marinara sauces, add some meatballs, chicken, or sausage bites, but I won't. It is an election year and I want to urge everyone to vote. You never know if something you support may be on the ballot. Legalize marinara, man! Like that guy. He says legalize marinara. I agree.
4: Support the legalization of marinara. Buy your pizza at Ison's Family Pizza. This week's Table Talk is brought to you by the Coalition for a Drug-Free Batesville. We encourage parents to talk to your children about your family's system of checks and balances. Highlight the ways your family compromises and cooperates to get tasks done safely. This message brought to you by the Coalition for a Drug-Free Batesville.
7: Want to make your home a more comfortable place but don't think you can afford a top-brand heating and cooling system? Well, Carrier has the right solution for every budget. When you turn to Gehrings, your Carrier expert will show you our best-in-class home comfort systems. Jeff or Mike will help you pick one that best fits your home budget from our value price comfort series to our top performing infinity system carrier and Garings have made excellence more affordable than ever because in this economy who couldn't use a little more comfort turn to the experts with carrier and Garings, 316 north main batesville
0: coaches corner delivered by Ison's family pizza continues from 103.9 wrvi
1: We are back. i got some congratulations to go through. Congratulations to Brenner Hanna, who finished in the top 20 at the state uh, cross-country meet this past Saturday and finished up a great four years of running for Greensburg High School. So congratulations, uh, Brenner. Also, congratulations to the four football teams who will be competing for a sectional title this weekend. Larchburg of course, is playing Franklin County and those both EIAC schools. And then Mylan is playing an uh, Arcticator, and uh, those two are in the uh, have been in the same conference. I think they still are. So, some two very very great ball games this weekend. The uh, prognosticators had both of them being very very close ball games, and I'm sure the WRBI will be bringing you those two games this weekend either on live or on the web. So, listen in for those, and congratulations to those coaches getting into the sectional finals. Uh, We want to thank the coaches who are on this evening, and uh, the athletic director from Wilbur Academy uh, this evening. Next week, we'll be back with Brian Helvey, Eric Feller, Matt McNew, and Bob Bressert. Uh, Of course, Brian is the girls' basketball coach at Batesville. Eric is the new girls' basketball coach at O.A., Mac McNew is back at South Ripley and Bob Breshert is back at Milan. So they will be on with us next week. We want to thank our guests this evening. We want to thank uh, John, as usual, and Brent for keeping us on the air and WRDI for making this possible. We want to thank our sponsors. We want to thank Ison's for bringing this uh, show to you and and being... uh, I uh, Cecil and all of his crew over there. and uh, we are also thanking part yeah, our other sponsors, Great Plains Communications from the ETC, Darings Incorporated, Tom Sibby, Buick, George's Pharmacy, Medical and Floral, Hird and Elko and the Coalition for Drug Free Bakesville. I know as we pointed out several times during the show and the coaches and O. D. did as well, keep safe. Um Do what you need to keep this COVID uh, virus from getting out of control. And uh, let's hope that we get a good winter season in and we can get everything going. Thank you for joining us this evening. Thanks, all of you, for listening in. Good night, everyone.
0: Join us again next time for another edition of Coach's Corner, delivered by Eisen's Family Pizza. And check out our Coach's Corner podcast archives online at wrbiradio.com. From 103.9 WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles.